Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, school believer. Attention, school believers. Grab your audience by the eyeballs with eye-catching logo animations. Give your brand the visual enhancement it needs to thrive in a digital world. Go to topbizdesigns.com where excellence meets design. Undiscovered entrepreneur, find number nine. Uh, that was okay. Welcome to the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believer, and welcome to another edition of the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. And this is me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> Coming at you with whatever device you happen to be listening to me on. First of all, I would definitely like to say thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Hopefully, we can learn something today by listening to this gentleman right here. He is very interesting. I gotta tell you, that's definitely a word for him. He is a hypnotherapist. I was actually really excited to be able to talk to him and kind of get into the mind of somebody that's into this kind of thing. It was very interesting to listen to how he actually got started in his field. And his story, his story is just amazing. Let's listen how he got really interested in helping other people with their mindset of themselves and improving their world. Also, he gets very authentic about himself and how his own mindset shifted from probably kind of a negative place to a really super positive place, which brought him to where he is today. So let's listen to Robert Parker, hypnotherapist. Salutations, Scoop Believers. We are here again with another amazing entrepreneur. Thank you for joining us today, Robert. Hey, Robert, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. All right, Robert. Thanks for coming on. Hey, okay, so uh, Robert's got a business and it hasn't been very long, so he fits right in there with our show. So, Robert, what I'm going to do is ask you uh, what you do and how long you've been doing for and a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, my name is J. <laughs> Robert Parker. Uh, I own and operate Twin Ravens Hypnotherapy and Research, LLC. I've been in operation for a few months now, uh, probably about three or four. And what else would you like to know? Oh, just a little bit about yourself and what, how you got all this started. A little bit about myself. Um, I attended a college for hypnotherapy, um, HMI. If anyone's curious, I don't really like to name drop them too much because whatever. But... Um, it's an odd story as to how I got started, uh, truth be told. I, previous to the pandemic, started reading tarot cards on a professional level. Like it was something that I've always kind of done on the side, but I found an outlet that allowed me to make good money doing it. And I found that I was, I was less telling fortunes, so to speak, and more using the cards as a way to frame people's problems and issues and be able to explain it to them through that modality and have them understand it and work on their problems. And that, that was something that gave me real fulfillment. And I kind of thought to myself, well, what can I do? That's just this, that I don't have to answer if someone's husband was cheating or whatever which 
by the way, the answer is always yes. Um, <laughs> if they're, if they're calling, if they're calling someone like me to ask if their husband's cheating, it's probably yes. Anyway, as to how, how I stumbled into hypnotherapy, I, I don't know how to answer that question. And that's the funny thing. Uh, a lot of people in the school kind of say the same thing. I've always had a, an academic knowledge or not knowledge, curiosity of hypnosis. I, I don't know what I searched or whatever that made this college pop up on my newsfeed, but I decided, hey, that's, that's an interesting idea. That's kind of going with the notion of what I'm trying to do. I contacted them and had a discussion with them. They've got a deal that 101, the first portion of the school, is pretty much open to the public. So you can decide whether or not it's something you want to do. And I kind of went in there a little bit of a skeptic. After seeing some of the, the actual performance of hypnosis and having it done to myself, it kind of changed my mind a little bit. And now this is why I do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, it's, it's funny. You fell into hypnosis pretty much the same way I fell into podcasting. When I first started this thing, I wasn't even thinking about being a podcaster. I was actually wanting to be a karaoke DJ and a music DJ. Just between doing research and trying to figure out how to become an entrepreneur, uh, the word podcasting came up. I remember the word podcasting while like a ways back, and it wasn't even something I was even interested in at this point. But the more I kind of dove into it, the more I realized this is something I'd really like to do. So yeah, similarities in, in between that. So. Yeah. I mean, and I always tell people that's kind of how you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you're truly doing something that that you're meant to do, it kind of, uh, and I hate to say it falls in your lap because that's not really quite what happens, but it becomes very evident in your searching for what you're supposed to be doing, which I kind of that's part of what I do. That's part of what can be done with hypnosis is giving you that focus to, to discover that part of yourself. A lot of people think hypnosis and hypnotherapy is giving up control. And that's honestly the exact opposite of what happens. You're more in control. I can't implant in your brain to make you cluck like a chicken when I snap my fingers or anything like that. But I can change the way you view yourself, your world, your success, because everything is about mindset. And your mindset is about your associations and what you believe and what you think. And associations aren't always good. That same association that tells you not to touch a stove because it's hot, because you did that once, that's a good association because you, you don't want to burn your hand. But then there's people say, for instance, that they associate cigarettes with the sensation of fitting in and being accepted within that peer group. Right. And that's a negative association. And those are the type of things that I address because everything, your entire world is in your mind. It's the way you think. It's the way you perceive it. It's why we've all seen people that have what we believe is an ideal life to us looking at it from the outside, but they're just the most miserable person because their mindset, their associations, their way, where they keep their subconscious is negative. Absolutely. A um, couple, couple of things you really touched on there. Mindset is, is huge when it comes to entrepreneurship. Have your mind where Absolutely. where it's supposed to be. That way you can keep moving forward and and know where you're supposed to be going. That's huge. That really is huge. And it and the other thing too that really kind of strikes me is you know when you see that boss guy, he's way sitting up in the high chair and he's making all kinds of money. He could possibly be the most miserable person that you've ever met because his mind isn't where he doesn't want to be up there. He wants to be doing other things. Absolutely, like family, and he's forcing himself to be there. So. I, I could that see same that. man could be happy with nothing, could be happy with just his family, but his mindset and his circumstances have forced him into misery. It's, it's really one of the things I like to point to, uh, and I spoke to one of my peers about this, is 
she spent some time with um, like Bedouin tribes uh, in the, with the military, people that have absolutely nothing, don't seek to have anything. This is their, their way of life and their mindset. And she said, they're the happiest people on earth. Like they do nothing but laugh and smile because they don't have a phone bill. <laughs> oh boy. Don't I know about that? It's, it's yeah, we all do. <laughs> and it's all in your mindset. It's that's, that's what I do. And I, I will be the first to admit full disclosure. I used to be a very, very negative person, a very, very unhappy person for the better part of my life. And the, the person that's speaking to you today is almost unrecognizable from the man that I was before, simply because of the way I've come to view things, the, my, my, the way I think, the way I even speak in word things. I'm one of the things I tell people is uh, I, I'm very discouraging of negative self-talk. Don't ever tell yourself you can't do anything. Don't ever tell yourself you're below anything or anything like that. Because when you speak those words, your subconscious takes things very literally. So when your subconscious hears, I can't do this. I can't open this business. I can't make this kind of money. Correct. Uh, there's a quote that I, I'm probably going to make myself look like a fool and say that it's FDR. Uh, but it's whether you say you can or you say you cannot, you're right. Yeah. It's, that's just how it is. Yeah, that's, that's huge. And that goes right back into mindset. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, and it's all your mindset yeah. and it's your mindset's more than what you think. It's, it's the words you use. It's the way you view a situation. Uh, and that's a lot of something I do uh, with kind of reframing people's problems. And the prime example I have of this is the water heater that's somewhere behind me at one point during a phone call with my kids exploded uh, luckily I, I have a tankless water heater, so I'm still alive, mm -hmm. but it's, I, I used it as a very key point because I of course ran over and saw the utter havoc that was caused. And the person I was before would have immediately started swearing would have thought about, oh, this is going to cost me so much money. This is going to be so much work. This is a huge inconvenience in my day, all negative framing. Instead, when that happened, I looked at that and I just laughed and said, thank God I've got the money to take care of this. Mm -hmm. And that was it. That was it. It got, it got fixed. It was never a headache. It was never a stress on my day. And that's really important with business because there's a lot of things that are going to look grim that you could easily just get down on yourself for. Be like, I could never get past this. I can't compete with that no end of things that you can go down. Right. And it's the way you approach that, the, the literal words that you use in your head and out loud, everything matter. If you say to yourself out loud, that's fine. I got this. No big deal. Your subconscious is not going to think it's a big deal. Uh, but if you freak out, if you dwell on things, if when you're talking to your friends, you're talking about, oh, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard. So, and, and just like her quote said, whether you're right or you're wrong, you're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whether you think you can, you think you can't. You're correct. Absolutely. All right. And I'm going to actually use that to transition into another question, if you don't mind. And uh, this is something that always brings up a great point, and it kind of helps others out, too. Is, um, what kind of pitfalls have you encountered so far in actually starting your business? Have you had any problems? That way, you know, you, you got to have that correct mindset. So <laughs> let's see what yeah. we did to start the, start the business there. Less problems than I'm accustomed to dealing with. And partially, it's the, we'll use the term, the blessing of the moment, and that I am privileged to be able to work remotely. I, I'm able to market myself everywhere. And had this been in 
five, 10 years ago, there's a whole lot of other issues that will be posing difficulty that I would have to deal with. Uh, the biggest hurdle really has been education because it's a, it's very difficult. This is not the easiest thing I've ever done in terms of academic work. It's very, very involved. So the, the, the process of learning was a bit of a challenge and that it's just how much there is. And a lot of that's the route I chose to take. I got very overeducated on the subject. All I had to deal with in the end was forming an LLC, paying Zoom and various little, very small transactions that all in all for monthly things has to add up to maybe $50, $60 for just document hosting services and things like that. But other than mm-hmm. that, I, I work from home. There's, there's much less hurdles than that. The, one of the big hurdles is one of the ones that I'm dealing with currently, which is getting yourself out there. And especially more than that, getting myself out there in a field and a subject a lot of people don't really know a lot about. I didn't know a lot about before I got educated in the subject. And right, right. It's, it's important that I get my own voice out there. And this, is, this, this can be applied to almost anyone starting a business or seeking to start a business. Is whatever you're doing by telling people you sell this, you do this, whatever you are, you're, you're marketing yourself as an authority on the subject. Whatever you can do, be it interviews, be it consultations with clients, um, whatever it can do, whatever your specific niche thing is, establish yourself as a knowledge base for. One of the things that I was taught by one of my peers that, that really stuck with me, teach your your audience something and the clients will come from that. And no matter what I've done in terms of business, that's really rung true. And that if you don't focus just on, I'm going to make money this way, this is how I'm going to make money and focus on giving people something, even if it's knowledge, if it's entertainment, whatever, whatever it is, just from that, they'll seek out your services if you offer it. It, it will naturally come because a lot of the difficulty, depending on what your business is, is people don't know you. People don't know right. anything about you. Once they hear you speak, if they can meet you, if they can talk to you on the phone, that's, that's something, especially something with what I do. I'm, I'm asking for a lot of trust, just sight unseen and without hearing my voice, without seeing me, without knowing what I'm about and or how I know what I know or what I know. That's, that's important to me. It's, it's not just an entrepreneurial standpoint. It's kind of, it's, it's part of the entrepreneurship, like depending on what you do, there's going to be that level of trust, even if the transaction is strictly financial and there's not any type of like emotional or personal risk. There's still that, that trust, especially if it's a large transaction. Do you think someone's going to hand over a couple thousand dollars to you if they don't know you? <laughs> Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you're that charming. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you touched on a lot of things as as far as uh, entrepreneur things are concerned. And, and one of the th- reasons why I put this show on is to actually help people learn from people like you about their experiences and about their journeys and their adventures so they could listen and say, hey, you know, that really makes sense or anything like that. I'm not really in this for the money myself mm-hmm. at this point. I'm really in it to help people. And I think ultimately that's what we all try to do as entrepreneurs. It's all about helping other people. And then eventually later on, other money will probably come and that'll be more of a bonus than anything else. So I, I think the helping of people is, is yes. more important than anything else. Very much so. And if you asked me what's different now between what I'm doing now and things I've done in the past, that's making me so positive and convinced that this is, 
this is the thing that, that I make. This is, this is the one. It's, it's your intent. And that no matter what you do, I don't care if you are selling flowers on the side of the road. It is your intent that will see your success. If you are just greedy and you're doing it for the money, you might make it. Some people make it that way. Likely not. But if you, if you do what you do with compassion and have good intent and you're trying to help people in some way, truly, you're not just saying it, but that is actually what you're trying to do. I firmly believe that that money and that success will come because it's what you bring towards you. It's, and I'm not necessarily talking about the law of attraction or anything like that. It's more, it's like that saying, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. You're also only as good as the the energy you surround yourself with. If If your intent is good, if you truly want to help people, and that's what you're putting yourself out there to do, which is 100% what I do. I truly care about my clients. If I don't hear from one of them to set up an appointment, I'm absolutely texting, texting them asking if they're okay. I 100% love what I do. If you can do that, if you can actually love what you do, and that's, that's going to bring the success. It might be controversial to say, but a lot of people think success comes from like truly hard work and sacrifices and all of this. And I really don't believe that success is hard work. It's absolutely hard work, but it's your intent. It's what you want of it. Why do you want success? Do you, do you want success to have a, have a pretty house and like buy things? Or do you want success to be able to use that success to help more people for the joy of being able to help more people. Exactly. And maybe that's some hippie mentality. I don't know. Maybe I spent too much time uh, <laughs> listening to myself, <laughs> but it's, it's working. It's very much working. And now we're going to pause to pay some bills. All right, school believers, do you spend hours on end gathering analytic information for yourself or your company, trying to decipher Google information, social media algorithms, and then make sense of it all? Then having to spend almost the entire day making a chart to present to your managers or partners? Stop the madness! With a single press of a button, Elementary Analytics does all the work for you. Elementary Analytics is an online software solution that pulls together all website, search, and social media data you need and presents it to you in a way that that you can understand, allowing you to make informed marketing decisions guided by the data. And with a single press of a button, Elementary Analytics produces printable charts that can be used in any presentation. I tried it for myself, and I was blown away by its ease of use and capabilities. Not sure if it'll work for you? Try it risk-free for 14 days with no credit card needed. Just go to tuepodcast.net. Go to the online store and click on my affiliate link, Elementary Analytics TUE, for your 14-day free trial. That's TUEpodcast.net, then Elementary Analytics. All right, so uh, in what you've done, and it sounds like you've had a lot of people to help you along the way, have you any uh, really specific influences, anybody that's really helped you keep you moving forward, anything along those lines? I'm I'm very into philosophy. It's like I told you the when you posted something about Marcus Aurelius, that's, that's a coin from 400 AD, I think. Uh, (laughs) And I keep that there because I, I draw a lot of inspiration from that man. I don't necessarily follow the stoic philosophy, but a lot of what he said makes sense. Um, Now I actually use some of his quotes with my clients. My favorite one is the universe is change. Our life is what our thoughts make it, which is pretty much exactly what I was saying before. Everything is constantly mm-hmm. in flux around you. You have zero control over 99.999 things going on around you. The only thing you have true control over is your mind. And that's what I help people get their control over. Uh, the other side of that is my other favorite philosophers diogenes which i don't know if you know anything about philosophy could it be anything less like marcus aurelius and 
he's um, <laughs> he's um, how to how to explain Diogenes. A lot of a lot of your listeners will probably know who I'm talking about when I say that name. He was a homeless philosopher that was envied even by Alexander the Great. Uh, Socrates, at one point, uh, there was a great thought of the day of what in the fewest words possible constitutes a man. And Socrates thought he was smart and said, a featherless bipod or biped. So in response, Diogenes showed up to his school with a plucked chicken held it up in the sky, yelled, behold, a man, slammed it down <laughs> on the ground, walked away. Presumably, I don't know. There you go. It was Diogenes, you probably shouldn't <laughs> ask. He's, for, for a man that sounds insane, he was one of the great philosophers of the time. And the quote from him that I like to say to people is, we have two ears and one tongue so that we would listen more than we speak. That's good advice no matter what. A lot can be had from just listening. I'm also reminded of a quote that's Mark Twain that might not be Mark Twain because it's Mark Twain and who knows. It's it's better to have somebody think you a fool than to open your mouth and prove them right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, don't we know that one for oh, sure. Oh, we all do. Everybody, everybody oh, yeah. on earth knows that one well, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's awesome. You know, you have some great influence. And you know, what's funny is I actually didn't look into that quote that I sent. Mm -hmm. uh, I have that I posted out. I was actually just introduced to that man, not even oh. two or three weeks ago. Oh, that's. And I was like, yeah. And so I was like, oh, this is a great. So like, you'll probably be seeing more hosts like that too. So <laughs> absolutely. There's, I have several of his books and his writings and collections of his philosophy. And I don't 100% agree with everything that stoicism says but one of the things i encourage in people is duality absolutely have dualistic beliefs like we're we're not one-dimensional people it's why i can hold in the same regard like one of the most dignified philosophers of the time and the, the homeless dude hunting chickens on the ground to make a point <laughs> <laughs> that's great so <laughs> so um a little bit earlier you actually touched on this but i want to get a little more deep with it um i know you haven't been doing this very long but when would you think you've known you made it i mean when when do you get to that point where you say this is exactly where i want to be what does that look like to you can you explain that to me that's something i've actually had to put a lot of thought about since i first started considering the question because it's it seems like something that would be obvious just thinking it initially but the more you think into it what what does it mean to make it specifically in what you're doing? And that's actually a very interesting question. So it made me think, like, what does it mean when I made it? What, when will I consider, like, wow, I'm, I set out to do this thing and I've done the thing. I, I suppose it would be when I am sustaining myself and my children and I have land and a house and I've contributing to the body of work of my field that I'm not just making money and seeing clients that I'm also because it's twin ravens hypnotherapy and research and I do intend on doing actual research that's one of the basis of my practice I won't just tell you these things work I will tell you these things work and I will show you the medical research that backs up my point and it's important to me that I contribute to that body and I guess who I am as a person, there's not a lot I want. I'm not seeking to get massively rich. I'm seeking to be comfortable and to be able at the end of the day, feel like I'm doing something good, that I've contributed something positive. And it helps that I'm in a very profitable profession, full disclosure. To, to me, it's the stability. It's the security. I don't live in a city. I live in a little rural town in Arkansas. My goal is just to, to buy about 20 acres out where I don't have to see my neighbor, someplace that I can still get internet out to me and be able to help people from there, maybe lecture on my specialties, just to be considered a respectable authority in my field and to be able to live comfortably off of it really is, I think, what that boils down to. All right. That's great. 
Uh, one thing that I want uh, that I touched on for you here is uh, earlier in the podcast, you were talking about how using your success to be able to help other people. And I think that what, what yeah. you're doing here actually goes right into that where, yes, I'm successful. Yes, I'm, you know, I'm doing this, but the, but it will directly contribute to be able to help the other people that need my help. Everything I use for my success is what I give people as a hypnotherapist. All of the principles that I'm saying to people to, this is how you do it. I'm not just parroting information. This is what I do, practices I've actually taken into my life. In doing so for the first time in my life, I like myself. I like what I'm doing. Like I, I can look in the mirror and, and be happy with who I am. That's almost worth more than actually that is worth more than the money. Like I, I appreciate the money. I am endlessly grateful that I have security, especially in this time, but I'm proud of myself. I like myself. Like I go to bed knowing that I've, I've made a difference in someone's life that was not going well. And I, I see people for a variety of reasons, whether it's you need help coping with stress, you want a better golf game. Uh, I, I don't have too many clients for that, but if you watch this, <laughs> you'll know who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's whatever it's the mindset you want, I can help you get it. I, I know this for a fact because I've done it with myself. I, I know it's hard with perspective because you just see me now. Even seeing me before, I appeared successful, but miserable. I, I didn't like myself. It led to some unhealthy behavior and unhealthy mindsets. And that's different. And I know it's all because of the, the, the change I have instituted into my life. And that's the change that I offer people. So that's the other piece of advice I can really give to anyone seeking to be an entrepreneur. If you believe in what you are, you are selling, like truly believe in it. You're not just selling it because it's profitable or you think it'll make you a quick buck, but you believe in it. That makes a difference. It makes all the difference because people know a lot. Most people know when they're being kind of screwed with that someone's just trying Mm -hmm. to sell them something. And that turns a lot of people off. People can also tell when you're genuine, when you're truly believe in what you're selling. And I do, I, 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 have to. I have no other choice. It's, it's why I am where I am today. Well, I'm going to be, I'm going to kind of be upfront with you here too. Um, most of my sales experience was from selling cars. I sold cars for 16 years. And um, when the last couple of years I was selling cars, I just really realized I don't like myself doing this. I was actually making a decent amount of money and I was able to support, but you know, looking in the mirror, I was not happy with myself. Yeah. And I am actually right now making about the same or even a little bit less than I was making as a car salesman. But ever since I started doing these podcasts, I feel so much better about myself. I still feel so good about what I'm doing. It's just been amazing. So, and, and the things you start to bring into your life, once you have that, that mindset, what, one of the things I point out to people, because people want to talk about energy and vibes and all that, and I'm sure that turns some people off. There's science behind it, and I'll explain this how. There's a method of breathing you can do that puts your heart rate into something called synchronous alpha. It basically makes your heart rates begin to resemble a sine wave. Uh, this is not theoretical. These are things I have personally hooked people to machines and observed happening. And as you get into that synchronous alpha, it begins to to alter the waves in your brain to become more relaxed. And more than that, anyone within 15 feet of you will begin to synchronize their heartbeat in their brain waves to you. So when, when you enter into a room and you you feel good and you're healthy and you, you're truly confident and you like yourself, you make other people in the room happier and more content. 
The opposite, though I haven't tested it, likely true that ev everyone knows when the dark clouds enter the room. Everyone's known that person that it doesn't even matter if you know nothing about them. They enter into the room and it is bad times. That's just how it is. I, I, I can give you the proof for that right now. When I was selling cars and I was having a really bad month, I've only one sold like one or two cars. Mm -hmm. I couldn't sell another car if my life depended on it because my mindset and my body and my gestures and everything else were, everything. were so negative because yeah. I couldn't. So, and then you have the guy that's across from you who breathes and he sells a car because he's on that high and everybody yeah. wants to be there. So yeah, yeah there's your proof, right? It, it's, <laughs> I hate to say the phrase, fake it until you make it, but there is a lot of that at play. I do a lot of like affirmation work personally with myself and I'm, I'm not very big on the self love. I'm, I, it's just me. It's part of my personal suggestibility, which is a whole other topic into itself. Uh, but I'm not real big on that kind of language. And now we're going to pause to pay some bills. All right, school believers. Do you spend hours on end gathering analytic information for yourself or your company? Trying to decipher Google information, social media algorithms, and then make sense of it all? Then having to spend almost the entire day making a chart to present to your managers or partners? Stop the madness with a single press of a button. Elementary Analytics does all the work for you. Elementary Analytics is an online software solution that pulls together all website, search, and social media data you need and presents it to you in a way that that you can understand, allowing you to make informed marketing decisions guided by the data. And with a single press of a button, Elementary Analytics produces printable charts that can be used in any presentation. I tried it for myself and I was blown away by its ease of use and capabilities. Not sure if it'll work for you? Try it risk-free for 14 days with no credit card needed. Just go to tuepodcast.net. Go to the online store and click on my affiliate link, Elementary Analytics TUE, for your 14-day free trial. That's TUEpodcast.net, then Elementary Analytics. All right, so we're, I'm going to transition to the next question. And uh, this is one of my favorite questions because I kind of stole this from another uh, podcast. So sorry, guys. I said, what would be the one question I didn't ask you that you wish I did? Oh, God, the ones we don't have time for uh, because it's... <laughs> It's and, and I really have to reference anyone that is is interested in the things that I'm talking about. I'm going to be doing other podcasts oriented more towards the subject matter in the future. I just wanted to speak about business today more, but it's. I wish we could have talked about exactly what hypnosis is and what's involved, but that that alone is a long conversation. The one of the things, because I always like to kind of throw this on people as a as an explanation. So have you ever, like in the morning, woken up and just had a really good idea? It just all made sense. And immediately upon waking, you had an idea, you enacted it, and it worked. That's hypnosis. You are naturally in hypnosis twice a day. It's right before you go to bed and right when you wake up. That's why there's that moment of inspiration in the morning. That's because that's actually your subconscious and conscious mind communicating. It's one of the few times. So that, that same inspiration can be manually utilized. You can take someone to that state where these connections are made and that this everything begins to kind of come together. There are schools of hypnosis that never address the topic. Uh, there is a genius of a man named Milton Erickson, who oftentimes, when he, he pioneered something called conversational hypnosis, and that he would just talk to you. And sometimes it didn't really even make too much sense, but he was speaking to your subconscious and getting you to alter your behaviors that way which don't let people know generally that hypnosis can be done that way because no one will ever talk to you again. Right. <laughs> you're, you're too afraid he's going to say, give me everything in your wallet or something like that. You know? Towards the end of his life, no one would shake his hand because he was, he was famous. He had a handshake induction. There was a way he could shake your hand that would induce hypnosis. And at the end of his life, this was well known and 
no one would shake his hand. <laughs> that's got that's got to be kind of you know. I, I'm glad I could do this, but at the same time, I wish I couldn't. You know, because it really segregates you a little bit from the rest of the world because nobody wants to. Everybody's afraid. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I sense an introvert over here. <laughs> well, I don't even use those words. I guess a quick explanation of it. Capucinian hypnosis, which is the school of hypnosis that I come from, uh, has something called an EMP system, emotional and physical. Don't let those words trip you up. That's not really so much what they mean. Uh, it has to do, there's two versions, one for your behavior and one for your hypnotic suggestibility. And they come with personality traits and what people classically refer to as introverted. That's normally an emotional. And that's Mm. why I tell people it's so important to learn this system because so many people think like, I don't really like people. There's something wrong with me. I want to stay inside a lot. I must be antisocial. No, you're an emo. That's all it is. Like you're, you're inside your head. And it's important that people learn that because emotionals and physicals have different needs. They have different, different triggers, different things they don't like. It's important that you learn that. And I'm a really high emo, so I don't like people that much. <laughs> but at the same time, it's so important to me to be able to connect with people on an individual basis and help them. It's, it's that weird kind of dichotomy. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go to your party, but by all means, I'll sit down and work out your issues with you 100%. <laughs> <laughs> that's great so um i know you haven't been doing this for very long but do you have let's say in six months where do you see yourself in six months do you have any goals for yourself say in the next six months in six months i would like to have a a full schedule and i would like to be able to to not really be having to advertise my, my six months goal is to be, be working strictly off referrals because i I don't have a very large client base. I keep a relatively limited pool of clients. And that is more by personal choice. I choose to work a little less because I'm I'm not trying to make as much money as I can. I'm I'm trying to be able to work and be successful and get the things I like and want and be able to contribute, but still be able to enjoy myself. I'm just the grind culture, man. I'm it's, it's, I've talked to, I've helped way too many people stuck in that grind culture mentality of get up and just hustle, hustle, hustle all day. If it doesn't have to do with money, you don't need to do it. And just go, go, go. And it's, you're going to crash. You're going to crash. And more so you're going to hit a bump. And when you hit a bump with that grind set mentality, that car goes careening off the road. And then you need someone like me to pick up those pieces and show you, no, you don't need to, by all means, have a success mentality. But this whole concept of work is life. They go play in the grass. Like we, there is, you, you don't live to work. You work to be able to live. That's, that's really what I want. And I feel like six months is not, that far off. I'm already doing very well considering how, how new I am. And I like to be able to, to say that that's, it's evident in my work. I get referrals, I get results and I, I'm not going to sit here and quote success rates or anything like that. But I will say that people come to me and they come back and they tell their friends to come to me because they are satisfied with the problem they have presented with me and what I've done with it. And that's really what it boils down to is, are you worth the money of what you're doing? And it's, that's worth right there. You Are you giving that value? If you're charging $200 an hour for your time, are you giving your customer $200 an hour worth of value? And that's why I, char- I charge a little less than a lot of my compatriots because to me, it's about that value. I make that money. I am well compensated for my time. And you feel like you're getting value. You're getting real things done for your money. 
Whereas opposed to if I offered the exact same service I do now, but I charged $800 an hour, it doesn't matter how good I am. You've got to be real good, real good to justify that price tag. Right. <laughs> like yeah, I, I, better. I better be making you cluck like a chicken. <laughs> right. <laughs> At least that. At <laughs> least the, the chicken. <laughs> All right. So, Robert, here's what I'm going to do with you. Six months from today, I'm going to follow up with you. And we're going to see you've actually accomplished those goals. And maybe even exceeded those goals. Let's see who, uh, we'll have to see how that goes. So I'm going to do that with you. All right. So now at this point, I want you to kind of find, you know, let us know how we get a hold of you and your services. If you wanted to, this is your time to shine now here, Robert. We're going to let you do your advertising. Okay. Again, my business called Twin Ravens Hypnotherapy and Research LLC. If you want to get a hold of me, uh, my website is www.twinravens, all one word, plural, .org, not .com. Uh, if, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash twinravenshypno. If you have any questions, if you want to know more about what I do, you need to set up a consultation. The consultation is free. Whatever thing you're wanting help with, if you're wanting if you are an entrepreneur and you want more of that success mindset, you, you want to be able to have less stress. If you want help losing weight, stopping smoking, stopping whatever, starting whatever, it's everything is in your mindset. Think of how many things you started and stopped because eh, I kind of just let it go by the wayside. That's because subconsciously you let it go by the wayside. What if it didn't? What if it stayed? So mm-hmm. that's, that's what I do. So anyone and everyone that wants help, wants that better mindset, that's, that's what I do. I, if you need any help at all, don't hesitate to contact me, really. All right, Robert. Thank you very much for all that great information. You're very welcome. And now it's my turn. Yeah, now it's my turn. Okay, so... If anybody wants to get a hold of me, uh, my website is at tuepodcast.net, not .com, .net. I have to say it too. <laughs> if, you, uh, uh, if you are a brand new entrepreneur and you're less than a year in your business, please, please, please contact me there and we can talk and uh, we'll do what me and Robert did just now. So if anybody has any questions about anything, please contact me. All right, Robert, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us today and all that great information. Thank you for having me on, Jetson. Very nice. All right. Good night, everybody. (laughs) All right, school believers. That was Robert Parker. That was just amazing. He was so much fun to learn from. It's really amazing to me how much he actually cares about his clients. If he doesn't hear from them in a week or so, and he gives a text to them or gives them a call and says, hey, are you okay? To make sure they're doing okay. I really enjoyed the conversation we had about Marcus Aurelius. If you follow me on any of my social medias, you see I actually throw a quote from Marcus Aurelius out there every once in a while. Because really, he's really an inspiration to me. And <laughs> and his... uh little bit on Diogenes. Uh, that was just hilarious. I had to laugh. I laughed so much after the interview was over just to think about that chicken being thrown down and being called a man. So <laughs> now if you get a chance to watch this episode on my YouTube channel, he actually holds up a coin that has Marcus Aurelius's picture on it from around 400 AD. It's amazing something like that even still exists. And that's how much this guy's actually into him and, and his quotes. I think the most interesting thing about the whole conversation to me was talking about synchronous alpha and what it does. It's so really amazing to think about how we can have a wavelength that stretches from our bodies to give positive feelings and wavelengths to the people around us to make them feel good too. It's really something to think about when you're kind of having a good day or a bad day to kind of notice the people around you and the way they're reacting to how you're feeling kind of gives it some deep thought. Anyway, if you want to get a hold of Robert Parker and his services, his website will definitely be in the show notes. All right, and now for an update to this speaking engagement with Chris Brogan. I put together a presentation for 
my corporate sponsor, who is my manager slash owner at the restaurant that I work at. I put together a spreadsheet on everything as far as costs are concerned, how much ticket sales would be, and what her investment would be and her ROI or return on investment. I emailed it to her and we're going to see what happens. Hopefully she'll email me back pretty soon with a response, yay or nay, or even just some questions. At this point, I'm really in super unexplored territory. Finding information is the easy part. Getting somebody to agree to invest money in something they're not really 100% sure about, that's a whole ton of different story. Something else that's kind of on my mind too, and I really want to run it by you, my listener. If you've been listening to my shows up to this point, you know that I actually have a couple sponsors in there. I'm starting to wonder if they're actually in the right spot in my show. I've heard a lot of people talk about whether they should be before the show, right after the show, in the middle of the show. So I'd really like to know, where do you feel the most comfortable listening to sponsors? Right now, I have one that's at the very beginning. And if you kind of noticed, I put it right before my intro this time and last time instead of after. And I've always had my main sponsor, Elementary Analytics, kind of in the center. So do me a favor. Go onto my website, go into the blog, look for Robert Parker in my blog, and on the bottom, put where you think the best place for my ad should be. I could really use your input on this because I want to make sure it's not getting in the way or interrupting anything if you're starting to learn something. All right, so if you've liked what you heard so far and you want to help me keep my show rolling, I'd really appreciate it if you could go onto my website and go into the donate area and help me out a little bit with my cost in keeping the show rolling. I don't care at this point if it's 50 cents. Anything and everything's going to help at this point. You could definitely visit my website at uepodcast.net. And if you go to my online store, I have a lot of tools and helpful things that will aid you in your entrepreneur adventure. If you'd like to contact me directly, you could reach me at djscoob2021, that's S-K-O-O-B 2021 on Twitter, or you can email me directly at uepodcast2021 at gmail.com. All right, everybody, thanks for a great show, and the next time you hear me, we'll be talking to another great entrepreneur. Have a great day. <laughs>